Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I am joined by my good friend slash my co-host, Devin. And today, we're here to break down and give our insights on DC's latest film, Black Adam. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics. Again, that is optics with an X, or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, oh Devin, how's your week been, man? It's 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 a Friday. We we've had some technical difficulties through our normal uh, means of recording, but we're here recording on Discord today, so it may sound a little wonky for all of our w- listeners out there. We do apologize, but I will try my best to fix it in post. But I just want to extend that apology anyway. But Devin, how are you today, buddy? There's a new hierarchy of power in the podcasting services world. Yeah, yeah, new hierarchy of power. Um, man, it's Black Adam. It's it's here. Um, it's it's here for sure. Uh, definitely going to get into our thoughts here. Uh, but in the meantime, what what have you been watching lately? You've been watching some uh some scary stuff, or just catching up on some of your backlog of film and TV shows. I am almost done with season one of Daredevil. I'm on episode 12, I think, 11 or 12. Okay, nice. What do you think about it so far? I just got to a very satisfying part, ending of last episode. (laughs) A certain character finally bites the dust. I got you. I got you. Yeah, for me, it's... um... Man, what have I been watching? Um, Oh, well, yeah, I I finished the... uh... The, the Holy tr- Trinity, uh, trilogy, I should say, that is uh, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, and uh, The World's End. Um, all so good. <laughs> very entertaining, very, very good movies, uh, for sure. Uh, I started Evil Dead the other day, and then I got really bored for some reason. I only made it like five minutes in, but I'm definitely going to go back and watch that. But I started watching Fear Street, um on my you know yearly rewatch for that so i'm like halfway through the first movie for that so um yeah and i i think i'm gonna i'm gonna try and tackle the batman maybe this weekend it just depends since it's such a long movie might have to uh, make make it like a two-parter uh type of day thing but uh, other than that, yeah, I haven't really been watching a lot of like TV. Well, we've been watching a lot of TV. It's just, yeah, you know, all that craziness. House of the Dragon getting leaked. So that's fun. Uh, the series finale, uh, shocker, which is really odd because they did not send out screenings to, uh, <laughs> to us critics for that. So we'll definitely be covering that. Um, that will be more of a spoiler episode for everyone out there. So, yeah, it's it's been crazy for me just, you know, trying to watch as many scary movies as I can before the uh, the season's up. But other than that, Devin, oh, Devin, are you ready to get into our Black Adam review? Power born from rage. Power born from rage. 
I don't know. That, that, that was that was pretty bad. I'm sorry. We're like recording this on a Friday night and just, you know, it's it's all craziness. But um, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to Black Adam. Black Adam. What have your powers ever given to you? Nothing but heartache. I was a slave until I died. Then I was reborn a god. My son sacrificed his life to save me. Now, I kneel before no one. In this world, they're heroes. And they're villains. Heroes don't kill people. Well, I do. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our Black Adam review. You just heard a little snippet of the trailer. And before we get any farther for you guys, just want to let you guys know, of course, we'll always be getting into our initial reactions first, which is our spoiler-free section. Then we're going to get into spoilers, and we'll let you guys know once we hit that road. Then we'll get into our final thoughts and then our ratings. And then we'll kind of just talk about what's coming up next on the podcast, what episodes you can look forward to coming up and those that are out for you to look forward to right now. But um, as of this moment, introducing the cast, it's going to be a bit of a challenge for me, maybe just the director's name. I want to say it's Jermaine Collette Sarah. And of course, the cast members include Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Aldous Hodge and Peace Brosnan. And the story is as follows. Nearly 5,000 years after he was bestowed with the almighty powers of the Egyptian gods and imprisoned just as quickly Black Adam is freed from his earthly tomb. I guess that's in Egypt. I'm not entirely sure where this country is located, um, you know, on the globe, but he is ready to unleash his, his unique form of justice on the modern world. This movie, Devin, has been getting a lot of, um, it's getting a lot of mixed reviews for sure. And I'm very curious to hear what yours is because you just got out of the theater. I went to go see it, uh, the Thursday night preview of it. So I'm going to turn it over to Devin so he can give his initial reactions for Black Adam. Yeah, uh, there's definitely a lot to like here. Um, but when we can go into that, but I definitely did enjoy myself for the most part. Unfortunately, there the stuff that there's to dislike, it's very easy to dislike, and we can talk about that too. But um, it, this is just kind of a, exactly what you'd expect from a rock superhero movie. Like it's just him through and through. He is Black Adam. Basically, Black Adam is just the Rock with kind of a more serious, like kind of Draxian sarcastic sarcastic tone he has. But um, yeah, exactly what he expects. Kind of a lot of, a lot of cool action sets, a lot of slow motion. So I'm sure the Snyderverse fans are going to be feasting on this one just because a lot of slow motion scenes, which obviously is a big staple of his. Um, overall, the cast, I feel 
mixed on. I do enjoy, I did enjoy The Rock and Aldous Hodge and Pierce Brosnan. I think they all did very well in their roles. And Doctor Fate is the MVP and most and underrated as well as a character. And then some other characters did not quite work for me. Adam Smasher, I think he can ride the bench from here on out. Not 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 looking forward to seeing him at any time in the future. Sorry to uh, Noah Cincinnato, just not feeling that character. I did enjoy Cyclone, definitely the most unique uh, power sets of the entire group, most original that we, we were able to see. The villain is, is shockingly bad. Like, I don't know whose idea that was. It was like they just picked up this character from a video game and just placed it into this movie. That's what it felt like, just a, like a video game villain. And it looks like it, too. Like, the CGI on the villain is just really hard to look at and that's just kind of we have to deal with it the ending of this movie which kind of brings it down a bit just because you're looking for a big climax and then you just get this goofy wacky villain that just does not really work with the rest the tone of the rest of the movie unfortunately but yeah that's kind of my, my initial thoughts i'm curious as to what you think as well so uh, just to give a little bit of context here for everyone who is listening um, i'm looking at ron tomatoes right now and I was actually, I don't know if I was surprised that this movie was going to divide fans, but the critics score for Black Adam right now is sitting at a 42%. The audience score is sitting at an 88%. I definitely swing more towards the critic side. Um, not that low, but um, I wanted to go see this on Thursday night. I was somewhat excited because you know the rock has been hyping this movie up you know saying it's for the fans and i just want to say i i adore the rocks um his his commitment to this uh project this is feels like this project has been pretty much the personification of almost our entire life because he was basically 15 years yeah about 15 years which is crazy to think about um, but I, I can't say this is a horrible movie, but I think this is a bad comic book movie before I get into my negatives. My, my positives would be, um, much like everyone else when it comes to, uh, the rock, uh, himself being black Adam, I thought he did a phenomenal job. You know, he, you could really tell that he put his all into this role and this is, Honestly, I feel like this movie is a little bit overdue, obviously 15 years overdue, much like Black Widow in that sense, but that's a bit of a different situation. But um, along with Aldous Hodge and Pierce Brosnan, I think those three, you know, along with The, uh, with the Rock included, were probably the highlights of this entire movie. Um, and we'll talk about spoilers later on because, of course, there's a really major uh mid-credit uh post or post-credit mid-credit scene however you want to say it um is you know going to change um the course of the dc um extended universe or dceu it's just marvel's version of the marvel cinematic universe but overall i think this was a bad movie because i did not care about 90 percent of the characters whatsoever like devin said the villain was so basic and just so bland. I did not think this movie needed a villain. I think it would have worked a little bit better if 
you know, they kind of portrayed The Rock, you know, being this anti-hero, him being the obstacle that everyone, that he also needed to overcome, which kind of happens in this movie, but there's also a villain, but so forgetful. And um, I just, I mean, Adam Smasher was okay. Um, and then, was it Tornado? Gornado? Cyclone. Cyclone. Wow, I'm so sorry. I was way off. I thought, I thought Cyclone had some really cool um, aesthetic-looking powers. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of time with Cyclone um, in this movie. Uh, who's, who is she played by? Let me look that up. Quintessa Swindell. Quintessa Swindell. I think she did a good job for the role that she was given, um, for sure. But it was just, eh. And then you have Marwin uh, Kez, um, Kenzari, who plays... I the, believe he was Jafar in the live-action Aladdin. Was he really? That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, he was. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, overall, I've, I guess it's, you know, The Rock is talking about, you know, the hierarchy of power has, you know, changed. And I'm like, I mean, kind of. I mean, honestly, when I was sitting there in my theater, I went to go see this in IMAX, which I think it looks great on an IMAX screen. Uh, the CGI could use a little bit of work, but it's not the worst we've seen this year. Um, I know a lot of people were comparing, somehow comparing Black Adam to Thor, I guess, because electric thunder powers. Um, but I think this movie, uh, Black Adam, had a lot of great action sequences, but... I didn't really chuckle all that much. I felt like they were trying to be a little bit too funny than what was leading on in the script and the editing at some time, at some points, excuse me, that was, that kind of lost me because there, there was just some really weird cuts in there. I'm not sure if you noticed Devin, but I was like, eh, I mean, it, it was, I noticed it a few times, but I imagine those, those could be moments where they had to cut out some, uh, some deaths to make it not rated R. Maybe, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm kind of like a mixed bag on this, but overall I, I did, I did not think this was a very good movie for, for a movie that we've been waiting for, for at least 15 years of our lives. Um, I mean, the rock gives his best performance, but like, I did not care at all about like, I mean, even, um, Sarah, um, Shahi, um, who plays, um, Adriana, I believe her name was. Like she was the mother of this entire movie. Didn't really, I mean, she was all right, but like her and her son did not care about her son at all. I kind of like, I kind of like this one. He, he gave me like early 2000s vibes with the skateboarding and everything. Just the cool kid. I mean, I like the skateboarding bit, but it's just, he was kind of like the damsel in distress of this movie to save. But I mean, he kind of forms a relationship with. Uh, Black Adam there, but it's just... I, I think the issue is that you are having is just kind of an, an issue-wide thing with, with DC. You, you mentioned you didn't care about these characters. That's just kind of an issue with DC because this is, once again, just a rushed um, form of the Justice Society. Like, yeah. completely rushed. Like, just dive right into it. Because, like, you can see that the dynamic between Dr. Fate and Hawkman really could have worked and could have been an effective um, partnership and friendship that that fans could have like followed along with and become fans of, but not knowing these characters before this movie even starts, like just, just meeting them two hours, like two hours ago, it's hard to, to get fully invested in them. And that kind of hampers the ending a little bit because DC just 
seems to just want to rush into everything every time and it's just a repeated offense over and over again because imagine a movie with dr fate and hawkman like their adventures together they've obviously have a long past and history together imagine exploring that that would have been really cool i could have mm-hmm. made this movie more impactful especially the ending had it made, made it a more powerful but instead we just meet them now and we don't really know much about them and especially hawkman very mysterious character we don't know anything about him they don't really tell us anything just that he's apparently a rich guy with a hawk suit yeah man you, you saw that mansion in louisiana he had i was yeah. like that's louisiana what no way well, I, I think you bring up an interesting point there because it, it is the unfortunate curse of DC where they're able, they, they try to introduce these established heroes and like team, you know, these, these justice societies. And even with the justice league, it, it really feels as if, um, yeah, it, it's, it sucks that this feels rushed but we've also been waiting so long for this at the same time. That's my issue because it's, I mean, obviously the rock has been, you know, he's been really marketing this on his own, um, on his own time. Like he's very excited about this. And I, I 100% like stand behind him when it comes, like, he's just a great, he's just a great guy. And like, like we said, you know, we, we think he did a really great job in this, but you know, he talks about it's for the fans, and I appreciate that one hundred percent. But sometimes it this this not that this feels like a fan made movie, but yeah, for some reason it just feels rushed. And this is the second film out of Warner Brothers um, properties that they were only able to release two films this year. The first one being Don't Worry, Darling, and this Black Adam. It it's very it's a very odd choice because I mean, I don't know about you, Devin, but like this entire time I was watching this movie, I just wanted to go watch Shazam again. Yeah. That's another issue I have. Um, cause I mean, I guess we'd have to get into spoilers to talk more about that. Yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, we're about to get into our spoiler section here. So if you haven't seen black Adam, that is your first spoiler warning for black Adam again. That is your second spoiler warning for Black Adam. So again, if you have not seen the movie, go take your mother, your brother, your lover, your family, your significant other, whoever it may be. Go watch the movie because it is a fun, turn off your brain type of action movie because there's there's a lot of great action scenes in these. And I know that we've been talking about more of the negatives and I guess it is easier to talk about the negatives, but unfortunately the negatives do outweigh the positives for us in this film. But Devin, go ahead and continue. Yeah, I didn't really know um, a lot about Black Adam going into this movie as a character. Um, I did know that he is mainly more so of a Shazam villain slash anti-hero than anything else. And I didn't know how much similarities they have. I didn't know that they even got the powers from the same uh, wizards uh, set up from Shazam. So they're they're even connected in that way, and that kind of becomes an issue when the post credit or the mid credit scene of this one is the return of Superman, which is great. Like obviously Henry Cavill is a great Superman. We all love him. We're glad he's back. But this might be more of an issue with The Rock just being a little too um, just aggressive, I guess. But I do not think he should be skipping right to Superman. Like Shazam's right there. Why why are we skipping over Shazam when he's the character you're most aligned with um, historically? I don't understand that choice. 
So from what I remember, I believe in, I can't remember if this is true or not. So if anyone out there is listening, let us know, tweet at us at uh, film optics on Twitter. Again, that's optics with an X or Devin. If, if you can shed some light on this, it's more of, I believe Shazam was supposed to be in this movie. I think. But then the Rock wanted. I think, he, I think he was supposed to be introduced in Shazam too. But then the Rock wanted his own. Actually, no, in, in Shazam one, I should say. That's right. The Rock, yeah. Uh, Black Adam was supposed to be in Shazam one, but then the Rock pushed for Shazam to have his own solo movie. Which really just feels like he's just trying to skipping over Shazam entirely just to get to Superman. Yeah, it feels rushed for sure because you 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 are right, Devin. Uh, Black Adam and uh, Shazam do get their powers from the same uh, god, um, and I I've always thought that it's been very. Um, I've always liked Shazam. Um, I mean, I guess you can kind of say I like Shazam a little bit more than Superman. I'm just not a very big Superman fan. I'm a big Henry Cavill fan, and I think him returning is amazing. You know, it's. It's going on 10 years since we've had a Man of Steel 2. And then a few days ago, supposedly there is a new uh, Superman movie in the works uh, with Henry Cavill um, reprising that role. So I guess congratulations. You know, Warner Brothers held out this long. They they got they got the man that they've been wanting to play. But, you know, I guess The Rock had some type of hands in making sure the negotiations went smoothly. But yeah, it, it does feel rushed um, when it comes to like, I mean, um, Superman and Shazam do face off, but yeah, Shazam's more of a, I mean, not Shazam. I'm sorry. I'm getting black, black Adam and Shazam all mixed up together. Um, yeah. It's, I, I kind of wish black Adam was in Shazam or at least Shazam too, but it, yeah, it's something about it where it's like, Oh, let's just get to the good stuff. But I mean, when I saw that Shazam two trailer, because that played right before uh, Black Adam. I was so hyped. Like, I love the Shazam family. And I just, I, I was I was ready to be, you know, being, wanted to be brought back into that world this year. Because we were supposed to have a lot more DC films this year. And then they bumped almost everything. I mean, between The Flash, Aquaman, Shazam 2. And this year, we got, what, The Batman, which was phenomenal. Uh, DC League Super Pets and Black Adam. So they're they, they hit one out of the park this year for sure. I, I feel like DC didn't feel like going up against Disney, uh, two Disney mammoths with uh Avatar 2 and uh Black Panther 2, uh, Wakanda Forever. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. There's it's something weird about this movie where it's like. And this might be a crazy, crazy take, but I think I liked Halloween ends more than this. Like, I just, I just had more, a better time with that movie. I know those are two totally different movies. Strange comparison. I have another, I actually have another strange comparison. I was, I kept thinking throughout this movie, it reminded me of the first Transformers movie, just kind of that era and that vibe. Mm -hmm. Like that movie is going for just heavy on action, just a lot of, a lot of cheese and corniness, but if that's your thing, I mean, obviously everyone loved Transformers back in the day. If that's your thing, then you'll enjoy it. But it's just, it's just kind of like a mid two thousands type of action, like superhero movie. That's what it feels like. Yeah. And I think that goes back to my point when I was saying it feels like this, 
movie is 15 years too late and but at the same time it somehow feels rushed which is very very odd it's like yeah it's a strange phenomenon <laughs> I, I will say i i, I do want to give them props for um dr fate i think they nailed dr fate as a character which is very difficult because of how similar he is to dr strange obviously um those two characters are um almost mirror images of each other as far as just like powers and and even visually mm. i think they did a good job of kind of making him stand out and giving him a, a different type of power set to dr strange where he, he has a very different distinct look and also his powers have a different look to it that make him um stand out a little bit more which was, was a good job and pierce brosnan obviously is great he uh, he had to, he had to sacrifice himself unfortunately yeah r.i.p um i will say i've always liked dr fate at least in like the the animated series um and just the animated films, which I I highly recommend, I mean, because there's, I mean, it really makes you feel like, man, like DC heroes are so cool. Obviously, it's, you know, it's like Xbox and PlayStation all over again. You know, Marvel is the, you know, PlayStation of the, of the comic book cinematic universe thing. And then unfortunately, DC kind of falls over the Xbox right now Um, with just, I mean, odd comparison, but probably just something that came to mind at and spur of the moment. But um, when it comes to like the DC animated films, I mean, Shazam is there, you know, he gets his small little cameos for some reason. It's even though a lot of those movies do not necessarily fit together. I mean, you do have like the new 52 run, but they just feel like even when a character pops in, it just feels like they've always belonged. It, it was also strange they kind of forced in the gun verse here with uh, Amelia Harcourt showing up and the, the Task Force X, uh, whatever that was, like hideaway, I guess, trying to merge all the DC into a universe. They're finally trying to, at least. It's just, once again, just kind of rushed and forced together. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because I don't know if this is part of Zazlab's, David Zazlab's uh, <laughs> 10 year plan or not with DC, but. Um, also before I get to that really quick, what did you think of not the score, but the soundtrack? Because I felt like they just threw in some random songs for like maybe 15, 20 seconds. And then yeah, the, fir- the first one was very random. It was a rat in a cage mm-hmm. and they did paint it black. That one makes sense. It's mm-hmm. obvious. Um, but yeah, there's definitely a couple of random ones in there. Oh yeah. They did Kanye West power power. Which that's is, right. Mm-hmm. Anything Kanye right now is kind of hard to listen to. That's very true. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to get your quick thoughts on that. But also, really quick before we close out here, I wanted to get your quick thoughts on number one Superman. How did you react to that? And did you know about that prior? Because I know this film has been leaking a lot. And I think I feel like The Rock's been talking a little bit too much, where he's like too much on the nose, because you know, he's been talking about Superman and Henry Cavill for so long. Yeah, I definitely knew about it. Like, and it was definitely easy to to find out based on what the rock was saying, just a lot of Superman talk. And from what I heard, like whenever he was at a convention or like an event, he would get asked Shazam questions and then just skip it or just kind of ignore it. Oh, which is just come kind on of, rock. No, it's we, just, yeah, no. it's just kind of where he's going, I guess, which is unfortunate. I'm very excited for Shazam too. Like I'm going to watch Shazam one during Christmas time. Cause that is a Christmas movie. 100 percent um to, to get me in, in, in the, the spiritual christmas mood alongside hawkeye because now we'll be able to watch 
every single episode back to back to back to back, you know, yada, yada, yada. But what did you think about uh, Amanda Waller and Harcourt um, appearing in this movie? I, I feel like, I, I mean, obviously it, it's Amanda Waller. It, it made sense for Amanda Waller. Cause yeah, that's Amanda Waller, but Harcourt definitely felt kind of forced in here. Jennifer Holland was just like, Oh yeah, I'm in this movie for a while. It's like a paycheck. Yeah, she's not, she's in that movie for like 30 seconds, if that. I thought she was going to have more of a role, but I think this movie went through reshoots, and I believe they added her part during reshoots. It's interesting. I mean, I'm glad they're trying to create a connected universe, although at this point, a lot of people think they should just go the, the kind of separated, like singular movie route. I think they should. I mean, if, if they're not going to go the entire Marvel route, then this is the way... They should go. Um, but we could talk about this. But I'm, I am glad they're including uh, James Gunn characters because I, I do want them to give him more of a voice in the overall I agree. universe. Yes. What? 100%. Peacemaker is coming to uh, Blu-ray. Very excited for that. Um, and then, oh my gosh. And see, I, I want the Doom Patrol to show up. But at the same time, it's like you just said, you know, it it feels like DC is better when it just comes to these one-offs, you know, when it comes to Joker, obviously, you know, it's going to have a sequel to that. And then you have the Batman that has its own separate universe. And then, I mean, you, you have, you have, um, doom patrol, which is like, it is so good. I need to catch up on season three before season four hits. Um, but then you have shows like Titans where it's like, those are kind of sort of connected kind of sort of, I mean, I think they do exist in the same space, but I don't know. I mean, if they're not going the Marvel route, you know, when it comes to, you know, everything's like connected, even though I, at this point, I kind of think they should, because it, it seems, you know, they, they don't want to go back to the single one-off movies, which I think would have been fine, but it's like, it's kind of hard not to do a team up movie. It's kind of hard not to have a shared universe. Yeah. When when nothing's connected, that kind of makes the Dr. Fate death just not feel like much mm-hmm. like it was like oh he's a cool character but i don't really know him very well i've never met him before so i'm mm-hmm. not really affected that much yeah it is it's so odd and i don't know how they can fix it i mean you know maybe just not writing tax writing off everything under the yeah, sun that could definitely help did you also i think there was uh i, I think you sent that to me or somebody did where um um, oh my gosh, Michael Keaton got paid like two million dollars for like a cameo in Batgirl, and then like we're never gonna see it. <laughs> we're never gonna see it between Black Adam and now Gotham Knights that is hitting the video game wise, and we have the Gotham Knights TV show. I'm I'm not interested in it, but I want to watch like the pilot of that show so bad just to see what is up. Because I'm like, okay, Bruce Wayne has a son. Is it Damian Wayne? Is it one of the other Robins? I don't really know what's going on. But let's go ahead and wind down here and give our final thoughts and our ratings. I'll pass it over to Devin so we can give his final thoughts and ratings. Then I'll give mine, and then we'll close out here. Yeah, overall, um, I'd say an entertaining movie. What do you ex- Exactly what do you expect from a Rock superhero movie? Like, he is Black Adam, and Black Adam is The Rock. They are one and the same, but... With the, the rushed edition of the the Justice Society just not really forming much in the end as far as cohesion or or interesting character development, um, and 
we we didn't even talk about the villain, but it's just a straight up demon. Like really, that's that's what we're like just just plucked from a video game and put straight into this universe. Because it's, it's just what are we doing? And then they're and they're fighting they're fighting off like twelve demon spawn. I guess there was like they didn't even show many of them. They were just kind of just clubbing a few of them at a time. I just remember the whole you know uh, life comes after death thing where they like flip the crown over but I, I i mean i was i was pretty into it until that ending where it's just like what are we doing here even the first 30 minutes was very kind of sluggish for me i was like okay because it's i mean you're you're introducing black adam and on top of that you're introducing the justice society and on top of that you're introducing you know these other characters in the world that, that live in the city. And I do apologize. I forgot the name of the city and I don't want to butcher it, but um, it's, it's just too much. There's too many introductions in one movie. Black Adam should have shown up at least in Shazam theory of the gods. And, and, then, they, and then he doesn't even get a name until the movie's over, which made no sense. The title card did not come until the very end of that movie. And then of course, that's when we got the Henry Cavill uh, thing. And sorry, go ahead. Um, I'll, close out I'll, I'll shut up now yeah like i said um i was i was entertained we mentioned the action scenes were very well done there were a, a few chuckles here and there um definitely not a high success rate for what i think they were going for but there was a few moments that, that were pretty good as far as comedy wise uh, especially <laughs> the uh the brother kareem yeah he, he had a few moments oh yeah he kareem, kareem's a good guy yeah <laughs> but um other than that just just story issues throughout to kind of hamper this one, especially the ending with the, the random, random demon that just, I mean, I guess he's not, ra- I mean, it is random that it is a demon, but it's not a random demon, I suppose. It's just so weird. He just showed up. <laughs> and he looked, he looked like that just did not look natural at all. I much rather have seen Shazam and black Adam face off against each other instead of, yeah. Black Adam and this demon from hell who I can't even remember his name, but what would you give of this movie score wise? I was, I was entertained throughout. Obviously there are the issues that come up, um, but there's a lot to like too. I just kind of wish it wasn't so cobbled together. Um, I'd probably give it like a, like a 68, like somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, for my rating, <laughs> I was going to give it a 50. <laughs> Wow. This there you go. Ha- halfway. I mean, like I I feel, you know, I, I do agree with you for my final thoughts really quick. The um the action was that 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 was the best part of the movie. That was like maybe the, the action really was was a great part of the movie. And then of course, you know, you had the big three between Doctor Fate and then Hawkman and uh Black Adam, you know, played by the respective actors. Those are like the two things I really liked. Like you said, I did chuckle a few times, but it wasn't like, man, like that was a really clever line that they like kind of threw. Adam Smasher made me cringe at the end, like a physical cringe. (laughs) He was, I feel like he literally just got into everybody's way the entire movie. And he didn't redeem himself at all. And Hawkman wanted him to die and he did not, unfortunately. No, not, not at all. But yeah, for my final thoughts, it's a mixed bag. I, I think the action is fantastic. I can't say that, you know, once this ever hits like HBO Max, which I'm sure it will um, later on down the line, I can't necessarily say this is something I would go back and watch. Um, you know, like, I mean, if if friends haven't seen it, it would be like a movie that I would want to watch with friends. 
Like, you know, if they haven't seen it, like I, I had to watch, I had to sit through Venom again. It was like last Thanksgiving because my cousin and a few of his friends never watched it before. So he rented it and we popped it on and we watched it together. But this is not a movie I would like gladly just like go back to. Again, I appreciate The Rock, you know, for, you know, putting the fans first. We're getting Henry Cavill back. It just all feels so rushed because it's like, where has he been? Tank, well, I guess within this universe, because Zack Snyder's Justice League is not canon in the eyes of Warner Brothers Discovery, but Justice League is. That came out in 2017. So where has he been since then? And it seems like they are, like you said, it's it, it feels like they're trying to combine the the Zack Snyder DCEU and this new DCEU together. I was like, I feel like you need to pick a side. <laughs> it's, it's like they're combining Zack Snyder with The Rock with James Gunn. Yeah, it's very, it's a weird hodgepodge. But yeah, you so you said sixty eight out of one hundred for Devin, and then fifty out of one hundred for me, <laughs> which which usually doesn't happen here on the show, but it is what it is. But with all that said, that concludes our episode. Uh, review of Black Adam. But ladies and gentlemen, if you've liked what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, your lover, whoever it may be, make sure to share an episode of the Film Optics Podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, what is out right now for you to listen to? A few things to get you in the spooky season mood. We have our The Midnight Club spoiler free review that is out on podcast platforms around the internet, on audio podcast platforms, as well as our Werewolf by Night review. And we just finished our She-Hulk episode nine finale. So all nine episodes of She-Hulk are now out for people to listen to as well as our Hot D, a.k.a. House of the Dragon, episode one through nine. Uh, By the time this recording is out, our season finale has not, for House of the Dragon has not been published yet, but it will probably come um, since we are not getting screenings for the season finale, but whoops, you know, it's already out there. People are leaking it already as the time of this recording. That review probably will not hit until Wednesday, October 26th at the latest, because by the time this is out, yeah, it'll be like on a Monday. So happy Monday, everybody. Um, Coming up on the podcast, um, as I mentioned, our House of the Dragon finale, that's all we really have as of right now. I'm not. Oh, we have our Nola Holmes review. I almost forgot about that. So definitely look out for that. That'll be coming early November before it hits. I'm sorry, not early November, late October. I believe the 27th is when we can drop that review. So look out for our Nola Holmes review. That'll probably be spoiler free. So we can get that out for people to watch before the movie drops. And Yeah, like I said before, that'll come out October 27th. It's on a Thursday, 2022. So those are just a few things to uh, look forward to as we're, you know, closing out the month of October and going into uh, November. Um, I know there's there's a Star Wars Tales Tales of the Jedi, which I'm I'm actually kind of interested to watch, but we'll we'll figure out if we want to cover that here in the podcast. But those are just a few things that are out right now and what is on deck 
for the podcast altogether. So with all of that said, we hope you guys have a great day and we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.